Greetings, children all over the world. This is yours truly, Femi the Storyteller, and I'm back with another story. Now, this story is called The Search is On, Chapter 3, in the book titled The Secret Explorers and the Rainforest Rangers by S.J. King. Before we begin, as always, I like to say that I don't own the rights to this story, nor do I own the rights to this music. Also, I like to give a special shout out to two individuals, two amazing individuals that answered or attempted, I should say, to answer the question that I posed in my last post on Femi the Storyteller the page on Facebook I mentioned that for anyone that could answer the remainder of what I say when I introduce my story my stories I would uh, give them a special shout out So the two lovely, amazing women from Trinidad and Tobago that goes to show you how widely um, my voice is heard all over the globe. Now, these two amazing women, Glenda Rose Nasoma Lane, once again, the beautiful Glenda Rose Nasoma Lane and the beautiful Mauricie Flanders. Hopefully I'm not mispronouncing your name. The beautiful Mauricie Flanders. These amazing women are located in Trinidad and Tobago, the beautiful island. Maybe one day I'll have the pleasure of uh, visiting there. I heard it's beautiful. And I look forward to visiting and enjoying the sunshine and and whatever else the beautiful island has to offer. So let's get into it. I will be back in one second to read the story. Thank you all. The search is on. Now that Ali and Kiki knew what their mission was, there was no time to lose. They rushed outside, determined to find Fig. The beagle was waiting for them on the landing strip. No matter what sort of mission the secret explorers were sent on, the beagle always had the right gear for the job. Ali and Kiki opened the storage compartments. They were packed to the brim with rainforest trekking equipment. Okay! Rainforest Explorer, Kiki said to Ali, what should we bring? 
Ali carefully picked out what they would need. Let's start with one good, strong pair of hiking boots each, plus waterproof gear to help keep us dry. Next came some trekking poles, which are special sticks you could use to keep your balance on uneven ground. Then came hats, sunscreen, sunglasses, and insect repellent. Last of all, they grabbed a map and compass so they could find their way and plenty of water and food packs to keep their energy up. All set, Kiki asked. Ollie gave her a thumbs up. Let's go find Fig. Together they walked off the landing strip away from the safety of the beagle and into the tangled shadowy green mystery of the rainforest. Ali felt like he was stepping into the beating heart of the world. The rainforest filled up all of your senses at once. Heat and humidity sent sweat trickling down your face. Soft ground below your feet squelched and sucked. The rich, damp smells of earth and plants rose to meet you. All around were the sounds of birds, insects, monkeys, and frogs chittering and screeching and slithering. And the sights were like nothing else on earth. Huge towering tree trunks with roots tangled around them. Ferns and orchids growing on the branches. The brilliant colors of the flowers and the leaves. Everything here was lush and wet and full of life. A chuffing sound came from above them as if a steam train was passing over the rainforest. Ollie looked up and through a gap in the trees he saw a bright flash of orange and a flurry of big dark wings. A, rhino- a rhinoceros hornbill. Through another gap, he managed to spot the gigantic beak and the horn-like growth above it that gave the bird its name. Wow, he whispered. Hey, Ollie, look at these, Kiki called. She pointed excitedly at a group of weird-looking purple plants. They were hanging from the trees on tendrils, were shaped like small milk jugs, and had lip-like openings at the top. 
pit your plants, Ollie said. Good thing we're not bug-sized because they'd eat us. He gently showed Kiki the pool of digestive liquid inside one of the plants. This part is like a stomach. Insects fall in and the plants eat them. An unusual looking tree branch caught Ollie's eye. Speaking of eating, I think figs stopped here for a snack. See how the leaves have been ripped, stripped off. Orangutans pull tree branches through their mouths to tear off the leaves. We're on the right track. Kiki cheered. Hang in there, Fig. We're coming. Now, Ollie knew what to look for. They could follow Fig's trail. They search around for more stripped branches and quickly spotted some. They followed branch after branch until they couldn't find any more. Then suddenly, they smelled a horrible smell. Kiki held her nose. It's like poop and onion stew. Ollie pointed to a yellow fruit that lay at their feet. Something had pulled off the fruit's spiky rind and eating and eaten half of the flesh. He said, It's durian. Nothing else on earth smells like it. Kiki took a closer look. I think figs been eating it. It made sense to Ollie that uh, that the little orangutan would want to eat fruit as she swung through the rainforest. Even fruit that smelled bad to some humans. After all, most of an orangutan's diet was fruit. It was one reason why orangutans were so important to the rainforest. The fruit they ate contained seeds, which passed through the orangutans and came out in their droppings. This meant the seeds were spread around the rainforest. It was strange to think that one of the things keeping this place so healthy was orangutan poop. But the rainforest would be in big trouble without it. Hold still a sec, Kiki told Ollie. You've got a stick or something caught in your hair. Ollie waited as, waited as Kiki reached out. The next second, he gasped out loud and jerked her hand back. 
It moved. Ollie froze. Long legs tickled his skin as the stick clambered down from his hair and across his cheek. That's not a stick, he said through the side of his mouth. It's the stick insect. Wow, Kiki said. She leaned in and carefully lifted the creature from Ollie's face. It was almost a foot long. It crawled onto Kiki's left arm and sat there, gently waving its antenna. Kiki moved over to a tree and let the giant stick insect climb to the safety of a branch. We've got to get a picture of this guy for your blog. She said She reached into her backpack And then cried out My camera's gone Could it have fallen out? Ollie asked No way Kiki said firmly I zipped this pocket up But look Somebody has unzipped it Ollie pointed out an orangey red hair caught in the zip. Hmm. Who do we know who likes to steal things and has hair that color? Fig! They both said it once. Kiki shook her head. Oh! That naughty little orangutan. I bet I'll never see my camera again. She's probably bashing nuts open with it by now. Ollie sighed. And it was one of a kind, too. All those cool modifications you made to it. Wait a minute, Kiki said. That gives me an idea. My camera has a constant internet connection, remember? So if it's still connected, then we might be able to track it. You think if we can find the camera, it might lead us to FIG? Ollie asks excitedly. Yes. But we've got no tracking equipment here. Kiki said. We'll just have to hope our friends back at the exploration station can help. Wow. What an unexpected ending to this story. But um. The next chapter is obviously four, and it's called A Sinister Plot. But um, I hope you're enjoying this book. Once again, the title of the book is called The Secret Explorers and the Rainforest Rangers.
uh, it's pretty exciting to me. Um, two, two exciting, adventurous kids out in the rainforest looking. Well, it sounds like they're looking for an orangutan right now. But um, I guarantee you it gets more exciting as the chapters go. So just hang in there, have fun, and look out for more readings from yours truly, Femi the Storyteller. And once again, I like to say I love all the kids all around the world, all the parents that are allowing their kids to listen to my voice as I read, because once again, I love doing this, and kids need an outlet. They need to read. They need to listen to reading. And um, they need to educate themselves. And that's my job. I love doing it. And once again, to the children all over the world. This is yours, Femi, the storyteller, signing off. Love you. Take care. Until the next time. Bye for now.